0: Welcome to a short episode of Gritty Leaders Podcast. In these shorts, we revisit our standout moments from previous conversations. This one comes from episode 31, where Ben and I sat down to talk about getting the right people in and keeping the wrong people out. Tune into this clip as we delve into the differences between hiring for strengths versus the absence of weaknesses. And what larger organisations can learn from startups when it comes to this. I hope you enjoy this as much as I enjoyed my conversation with Ben. You can listen to the whole conversation in Gritty Leaders, episode 31.
1: If we hire just for the absence of weakness, we may find we've got somebody who doesn't have what it takes mm. to do the role. If we flip that on its head and we're hiring for strengths, well, it forces us to get really clear about why are we creating this role in the organisation? Mm. What's it going to take for this to be really powerful? And and that, of course, is our, our real rationale uh, for this hiring in the first place. I think it operates a bit differently, depending on whether we're a startup uh, or a scale up uh, or or bigger mm. uh, organization than than that, because when we're a startup, I think this is pretty pretty straightforward. can't afford many people, mm. the pressure's on, the ambition is high. We naturally hire for strengths mm-hmm. Plus, it's a tiny team, and mm. we're close. And we've got that bonhomie of you know, starting a business mm. together. So I think we naturally uh, compensate for the for the weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, you know, in fact, you hear people say it, don't don't you? Um, you know, we we complement each other mm. so well amongst the founders mm. here. So I think when we're when we're a startup, this is kind of a natural thing to do. But when we get a bit bigger, we can fall into this trap of not thinking deeply enough about the hiring we're doing and then as we go through the hiring process because we're not clear on the strengths it's much easier uh, to actually to spot the weaknesses yeah and then the hiring becomes about weeding those out and you know, and, and discarding candidates because they haven't got weaknesses, without a thought to whether actually they might have had the essential strength mm. uh, to, to make it work. And the other difference, I think, is once we get to scale up, and you know we've got teams in the organization, well, guess what? Teams have got a bunch of people in them. Mm. And if we've got a bunch of people working together mm. um, behind a common goal guess what we can compensate for each other's weaknesses yeah yeah and and that's where i ended up with this mm. hire for strengths mm. and be mindful about the ability of the team to compensate for the weaknesses that may that we we may there so we make a conscious decision about those weaknesses mm. but maybe the team can compensate for that mm. i like that because
0: what you're, what you're seeing when people come along for any job is you're seeing somebody trying to market themselves. Mm-hmm. And you're also looking for honesty and vulnerability and, you know, the great questions around that of getting people to say, well, do you know, I'm not very good at this. Um, but in an in interview, that's quite hard for a lot of people to put out there and say, well, this is what I'm good at. I'm no good over here. And I know you want that, but actually I'm much better at this. And really, if you want somebody who's really good at that, I'm good at that but don't ask me to do this. Because most most people are going out there and looking for a whole bunch of things they want people to do. Um, But how how much better is it to look at, these are the one, two, three things we've really got to have in abundance with this person coming into the role. Mm. Um, Because without those, they can't really add a lot of success to the business. And if we get those, then we're you know we're in a good place and i think there is a danger to look for trying to get too much and people are trying to tell you interview well i can do that but they're not going to be very good at it so i think the skills thing and the compensation which is what we see in a team all the time isn't it we've got it's like creating a puzzle that that fits together well Uh, and the same goes for the psychometrics i mean i use belbin a lot which is a team profiling tool and therefore it shows you that, do you know what we're lacking in creativity, or we're lacking in a comp- complete a finisher,
1: mm-hmm. or
0: we're lacking in a resource investigator, which is somebody who's got that sort of extrovert tendencies to go out and find new things and new ideas and bring them back to the team. And when yep. you do that kind of thing, you realize that, okay, we might have a skills gap, which is really important, and we want to fill that, and these are the three biggest strengths we want from the new marketing person, but we might also have More of a personality gap, a behavioural gap that actually would really help the team work optimally.